Video number two of this morning. I don't know, thought figure, Michael. Okay, so let's talk about, and I had a conversation with me recently, and I thought it was a very interesting conversation. Let's talk about traffic tickets and public support. Some of you are so committed to believing that the employment of traffic summons to uh, curtail what you consider to be important in law enforcement and I say that in a little bit of a condescending manner to drive the point home. And it, it's really simple. It's not an opinionated thing. It's it's factual data. And I'm realizing that there are some people that don't like the message that we could be doing a lot more for society than writing traffic summonses. And if you've had no perspective on that, that's how I deliver things in a very uh, candorous manner with a very uh, firm stance on how I feel about it. And I, I had some thoughts this morning about it, like, you know, do I think that we need to have traffic enforcement at all? And I, you know, maybe I'll reserve that for my personal opinion, because that is a personal opinion. My thing is, is let's talk about a few things in society right now. Let's talk about, as police officers, we only have so much time to be proactive, right? So why are we not spending that time giving our energy and attention to those who deserve the most? I would argue through the results that you've seen through our training in this class that, um, and I'll use an extreme circumstance. Recently, we had a gentleman who was rescued a nine and a 12 year old from being uh, sold on the black market after they were kidnapped. I would argue the thought that he put his ticket book down and started to focus on putting his energy in the right places uh, was a far better move than spending his time behind a radar gun or a laser tag gun, whatever those things are called, the LIDAR units. And although somebody may be speeding, we have to prioritize what's important. So I would argue that I would still consider rescuing two kids who were kidnapped and being sold on the black market within minutes of that transaction occurring. Far more important than somebody doing 22 over the speed limit. No argument there's different. There's importance to both of them. But we have to talk about prioritizing to achieve a larger objective. It's business principles 101. What are we trying to do as law enforcement? And what are the actions that are gonna get us there? Let's talk about the traffic summons. If you're so hard and hung up on traffic summonses, you know, people who drive in egregious manners and maybe are doing 27, 25 over the speed limit, I think that anybody, although not happy, would accept that they had committed an egregious violation of law. I think when people get really mad is when cops misbehave and get really ridiculous with enforcing some ridiculous traffic law, like four over, seven over, 11 over. Now, don't get that confused with my dialogue of employing motor vehicle violations like that to affect a larger law enforcement objective. We're gonna use violations like that in a in a criminal interdiction sense to make sure we can stop the car in the reverse United States um, and, and see if we're confirming dispelling our suspicion of criminal activity. What I'm saying is, why would you spend time in your day stopping cars for four to seven or nine over the speed limit and writing tickets to people who are, and again, hard conversation to have. A lot of people get their fucking feelings hurt and stuff like this, right? They get real butt hurt. You've got people who hung their hats on a career that thinking tickets and the, and the amount that they write a day equals their 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 qualified career as being justified and, and just worthy. And, and the answer is, it really isn't. And it's not a, I don't get behind things that are opinionated. 
my question to you is, how could you put the rescuing of a 9 and a 12-year-old or anything of that matter? Maybe you stop a car and you find out that they're committing credit card fraud. And now there were 100 less victims. We can never measure our impact. But I can promise you, when you stop some kind of uh, theft ring or some kind of fraud ring or something that's real, somebody going to do something to a child or somebody going to do burglaries, the societal impact and the reward you will get from society regarding your actions, right? Nobody snickers at things like that. Nobody's mad when cops go out and catch criminals who are committing crime. You can get trained enough to know how to do that. People do get very angry when they got to hear about how they were stopped and given a bullshit ticket by a dickhead cop. It's the same story every time. Uh, he was a dickhead. I got a bullshit ticket. They have nothing to do. They're trying to meet the ticket quota. When are we going to release this from our persona? Why are you living up to that? Why are you living up to what you believe in your mind, what you've told yourself? Because it's easy to convince yourself that that's appropriate, right? It's a simple thing to do. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's who I am. That's why. That's my thing. Yeah. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's my thing. Traffic, traffic's enforcement. It's, it's important. It's important. I mean, people are now going into a recession period. Boys and girls, it's going to get much worse. The gap between the wealthy and the poor is going to explode. I mean, it's really going to open up. And they get up cops going out here and hammering tickets down all day. Do you know what that does to somebody when they get a summons and their insurance goes up and they're barely making ends meet now? Especially for something like 9 over, 10 over. Right? You want to save for somebody at 27 over, you want to argue that that's unsafe, that's fine. Right? I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. But what are we doing as a profession? What are you doing as a professional? Do you think that's how you're best appropriately spending your time? And I say this thing knowing that some police leaders are not going to like this and may not send people to our training courses, and that's okay. Because I'm not hiding behind the truth to try to get police officers in the right state of mind to have more impact on society. You have to understand that we are trying to continue to hold on to whatever we have left after the media has been trying to dismantle us tremendously. We want to give people a pleasurable experience with the law, people on our side, with people backing us. And criminal interdiction and interfering with criminal plans is going to be something that everybody's going to get behind, and they're not going to be upset with it, I promise you. Um, and a lot of these things don't occur generally on these motor vehicle stops where we're looking to interfere with the plans of criminals. I I you know, just never understood administrations that didn't want their cops going out and catching people committing crimes, namely on the roadways, right? Like, why are we not encouraging that? When you see that occurring and that begins to become the norm, I'm telling you, society's going to hold you extremely more valuable. They're not thinking you're valuable because you're out and being a scutch hammering down on a fucking book of tickets a day or two books of tickets a day. You do you want to tell me you work the track division, traffic division? That I get it, right? People apologize to me in class. Like, I'm traffic. I took the job. I got to write the tickets. They expect me to do it. All right, right? Like, I'm not. I'm talking about having a choice. I get that you guys work for agencies that are jamming tickets down your throats. You've got to perform. They want to fill their budgets. You know, recently, uh, we have we have gotten into, um, you know, uh, a point in New Jersey where a bill is being proposed where police departments can't employ or force their cops to write tickets. And I think it's phenomenal, right? Like, I think it's great. So the question is, what are we going to do now? And the answer is, go out and spend our time and energy on those who deserve it the most. 
How can you not get behind that? And don't say you don't want to do it. Don't say you can't do it because you can all be trained on how to get better at doing it. It's not difficult to do. And I think by the end of class, for my class, most people say, you know, I just need a perspective on it. I didn't know how it was done. Nobody ever told me this stuff. I get it. We're trying to teach. And my goal in life and at this company is to get people to understand what police work looks like, to restore the art of it, and to spread what it really is supposed to be. Nobody's being taught in police academies how to catch criminals. You're being taught how to open a baton that you'll never use and swing it a few times at your friend holding an ass bag. What are we doing? You want to know why you have problems? Let's think about it, right? Why do we have problems? We need... And by the way, I'm not... This is not an agenda push on current circumstances. I've been saying this for nine years. I've been saying this my whole career, 20 years in this game, nine years as an instructor. I've been saying, we need to fix this shit. Something is not right here. Nobody knows what they're doing and criminals are getting away with things. Cops have no fucking clue what police work is. It's a big to do. It's a big task. But that's our mission. Hopefully you can get behind some of this. Hopefully you can deploy some of your guards that are up, your sword, lay it down and say, maybe he's got a point. Tell me how I'm wrong. Tell me how writing tickets, it don't tell me about, we know that it prevents crashes. Does it? Does it really? Are you going to risk or, or, or warrant preventing crashes because and forego all the other things that are going on and hang your hat on this this idealism that you're actually slowing people down. Guys, when there's no cops in a road, I've driven 95 for five, 600 miles. I don't see cops on the fucking highway for, five, for four, five, six states. But I also don't see major pileups and crashes. I'm not saying it doesn't have some importance and value. I'm saying we have to begin to prioritize what is important and what is valuable. And yeah, a lot of times you come across drugs and things like that. You will come across other things. That's why the class is called criminal interdiction. Nothing in our class says drug interdiction. We have a class that's called drug identification, right? We need to know what it is. It's a lot of prevalent drugs in the roadway, but you're going to find other things. Human trafficking, credit card fraud, stolen items. You're going to break up burglary rings and thefts of cars. I mean, guys... How many things are passing right in front of your face you're unaware of? How many things that are 15 times more important in society are passing right by you while you're on the side of the road hammering down some 19-year-old kid who was 16 over the speed limit? Not saying it's not completely valuable. We have to decide if we want to press forward, just like a business, what are the most important things that we need to be doing? What are the most important actions we can take to have the largest impact. That's how a business runs. That's why people can't run business because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to prioritize what are the most important actions we have to take. I've got priorities every single day and sometimes they change. Sometimes they change. But with our proactive time, the energy that we have, get yourself trained. Get your head right. And let's let's not throw 25 years of a, of a career away and hang it up on something. I wrote a lot of tickets. See you.